From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now. On today's broadcast, Seoul emphasizes that South Korean public safety was the top priority behind its stricter quarantine measures for arrivals from China. President Yoon Suk-yeol says sustainable peace does not rely on the other party's goodwill, as he stresses South Korea-U.S. cooperation over North Korean nuclear threats. And main opposition Democratic Party leader Lee Jae-myung attends 12 hours of prosecution questioning in an investigation into third-party bribery allegations. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Tom McCarthy. The government has stressed that stricter quarantine measures for arrivals from China were merely about prioritizing public health and safety, with President Yoon Suk-yeol asserting that the decision was based on science to protect the South Korean public and asking the foreign ministry to provide a thorough explanation to Beijing. This comes after China accused Seoul of enacting discriminatory policies and suspended the issuance of short-term visas for South Koreans in what has been construed as a retaliatory move. Our Kim Soyeon has more. Following China's suspension of short-term visa issuance for South Koreans, health authorities in South Korea said that stepped-up quarantine measures for incoming travelers from China was a decision that first and foremost considered the public's health and safety. In a Wednesday briefing, Im Soo-kyung, a senior official at the Central Disease Control Headquarters, said the reinforced measures are objective and based on scientific grounds. In the wake of a COVID-19 resurgence in China, travelers from the country have been required since January 2nd to get tested before and after entry, while short-term visa issuance has been suspended in most cases. In what appears to be a retaliatory move, Beijing suspended short-term visa services for South Korean nationals on Tuesday after earlier calling Seoul's entry rules for travelers from China discriminatory. The official stressed that the tightened measures were inevitable due to concerns about new variants and increased risk and uncertainty after China stopped announcing pandemic data. Im said the government will continue to monitor the pandemic situation at home and abroad and accordingly review whether antivirus measures should remain or be changed. Meanwhile, the latest South Korean data released Wednesday shows that one of five travelers arriving from China test positive for COVID-19. Around 6,400 people flew in from China between January 2nd and 7th, and the test results of 5,600 of them have come in so far, with a positive result registered for 1,100, for an infected rate of 19.6%. Short-term visitors entering from China must get tested upon arrival at the airport, while South Korean nationals and long-term foreign travelers must get tested within the first day of arrival at a local health center near their residence. Kim Soyeon, KBS World Radio News. President Yoon Suk-yeol stressed Wednesday that peace that relies on the other party's goodwill is not sustainable. According to Defense Minister Lee Jong-sup, while receiving a New Year policy briefing from the ministry, Yoon said that peace that is dependent on others cannot be sustained and that is not true peace. The president called for stronger cooperation with the U.S. on extended deterrence to more effectively deter North Korean threats and ordered the South Korean military to sharply bolster readiness posture and capabilities related to the three-axis defense system. He said the military must be ready to exercise its right to self-defense at any time when enemy forces threaten the country's freedom and peace. The South Korean leader also urged soldiers to center their thoughts and actions on combat based on the mindset that training and education equals military operation. 
South Korea and the United States plan to conduct a combined military tabletop exercise next month under a scenario involving a North Korean nuclear attack. In its task briefing to President Yoon Suk-yeol on Wednesday, the defense ministry said a tabletop exercise led by the Allies' Deterrent Strategy Committee will take place in the U.S. in late February. The announcement follows Yoon's recent assertion that the Allies had been discussing joint planning and exercises involving U.S. nuclear assets. The ministry also announced plans to extend the Allies' springtime Freedom Shield training to a record 11 days during the first half of the year. The briefing also touched on the military's plans to launch the country's first military surveillance satellite in the latter half of the year, with an aim to deploy five such satellites into Earth's orbit by the mid-2020s. You are now listening to the news from KBS World Radio's News Center in Seoul, Korea. Following 12 hours of questioning and an investigation into third-party bribery allegations on Tuesday, main opposition Democratic Party leader Lee Jae-myung said that it is clear the prosecution will indict him. Leaving the Songnam branch of the Suwon District Prosecutor's Office at around 10.40 p.m., Lee said that he faithfully provided explanations about allegations against him. The DP chair added that the conclusion was already fixed and the truth will ultimately be determined in court. The DP chief is suspected of attracting 16 billion won in corporate donations to Songnam City's football club between 2016 and 2018 when his position as mayor of the city also made him chairman of the city-owned club in return for administrative favors. During a meeting of the DP Supreme Council on Wednesday, he said he will not capitulate to attempts by the administration and prosecution to distort sincere efforts to serve the public as a crime. The nation added more than 800,000 jobs last year, the largest growth in 22 years. According to Statistics Korea on Wednesday, the number of employed people stood at 28,089,000 in 2022, marking an increase of 816,000 from a year earlier for the largest gain since 2000 when 882,000 jobs were added. Annual job growth dropped to negative 218,000 in 2020 due to the outbreak of COVID-19, but turned around to 369,000 in 2021 before climbing further in 2022 to significantly surpass the government's estimate of 280,000 made in December 2021. The 2022 job growth is attributed to eased COVID-19 quarantine restrictions, increased jobs in delivery, caretaking, and the IT sector, and robust exports, but this year is feared to see a sharp decline as economic growth is expected to slow. The COVID-19 reproduction number, which helps forecast virus prevalence, fell below one for the first time in three months. Health Minister Cho Gyu-hong said during a virus meeting on Wednesday that the average daily caseload last week stood in the 59,000 range, dropping for the second consecutive week along with the reproduction number over a span of 12 weeks. The figure, representing how many others one patient infects, indicates with the reading below one that the transmission of the virus is slowing. The minister said while the nation's seventh wave is thought to have passed its peak, domestic and overseas factors should be monitored further. Amid signs of a virus slowdown, the government plans to start discussions on lifting the indoor mask mandate as early as next week, with the minister mentioning that such talks will include comprehensive consideration for daily caseloads, the vaccination rate, and the overseas situation. Director Park Chan-wook's romantic thriller film Decision to Leave came short of winning the Best Non-English Language Film at the 80th Golden Globe Awards. 
During the award ceremony held at the Beverly Hilton Hotel in Los Angeles Tuesday night, that prize went to Argentine director Santiago Mitra's historical drama film Argentina, 1985. Other nominees were German epic anti-war film All Quiet on the Western Front, Close, a coming-of-age drama film co-produced by Belgium, France, and the Netherlands, and Indian action drama RRR. Pac won Best Director at last year's Cannes Film Festival, and the film has been chosen as South Korea's entry for the Best International Feature Film category at the 95th Academy Awards, coming up in March. The benchmark Korea Composite Stock Price Index rose 8.22 points, or 0.35% on Wednesday, closing the day at 2,359.53. The tech-heavy Kosdaq also rose, gaining 13.72 points, or 1.97%, to close the day at 709.77. On the foreign exchange, the local currency weakened 1.51 against the dollar, ending the day at 1,246.21. And that's the news from KBS World Radio's News Center in Seoul. I'm Tom McCarthy.